Hi everyone. Hello. Welcome. So we're together for um, maybe an hour and a half to practice meditation and also um, reflect on uh, maybe Buddhist philosophy uh, and see how that can uh, inform our lives, how it can uh, inspire us or guide us or help open the heart or balance it, things like that. And uh, so we're going to practice uh, meditation and then talk, but usually here I say a few words. Huh? I think it's my, it's my job, actually, <laughs> as a teacher. It's my mandate to... Uh, there's two things in my mind when I start the classes. First, uh, it seems like it would be appropriate for me to give a few instructions on the techniques of what we're going to do, but also inspire uh, or... And yeah, inspire is a good word. This is an, another word. I, I don't know what's the other word, but there's something about like uh, in French. I would think of the word saisie, like like gather the minds, because you know we come here like it's just another thing in the day, and we could f- go into the silence of meditation, and I would just be habitual. You know, think about this, think about that, and at some point, eventually. And not too long, the bell would ring. <laughs> you know, and, but this is meditation, it's something else. It's a special time. And so how to frame this. So that's not just the technique, but there's, there's something else about it. Um, I'm actually very lucky. I'm just, I feel like I'm just returning from a retreat. Uh, we were, maybe 40 of us were, went on the retreat last week from Wednesday to Sunday. Not very far we were on Boulevard Gouin up there, up north, uh, exploring silence and uh, several hours of meditation every day. And then Monday and Tuesday I was teaching, so it feels like I've been soaking in the Dharma, or the, these, these teachings, for a few days now. It's a sweet, uh, it's, it's a good life. Um, Something uh, touched me this weekend that I thought I could relate as we start the class today. I think it might serve both purposes of uh, talking about the technique and inspiring the the practice that we're going to do in a few minutes. So at the retreat, there was um, uh, one person who was there. And after a couple of days uh, of uh, this intensive meditation uh, retreat... I talked to this person and they said to me, um, Pascal, it's it's not working out for me. I'm like, I'm a big bundle of stress right now and I feel sick. So I have some kind of a a gastro, something like something's going on. My belly is, I'm weak. I have a headache, a little bit of a mal de coeur, like a stomach ache and, and, uh, it's just I just feel like crap, you know, and, and and there's all these hours of sitting and it seems like I'm not allowed to lay down, which I had said earlier, you know, if it's if, if you're you know, armed or like you have an injury or something, just come and talk to me. There's space for us to lay down, you know. But the mind is like this, huh? That it won't catch things that it won't believe exist <laughs> you know so the permission didn't seem to be there and so this person was all worked up and they were saying like actually I think I should go home and but I really want to be here but I 
think it's not the right time and and the the whole affect was you know they were clearly worked up in their words and in their <laughs> in their body language and so what I said was uh, I thought you know I should open this really wide to make this person as comfortable as possible so I said oh if it's not the right time of course you can go home there's no failure in going home you know if you can recognize so you can totally go and you know we'll we'll will help this happen don't don't worry about it if you want and if you want to stay i would l really like you to be able to be here in a way that is possible for you so you know if you don't want to do the whole schedule do part of it and rest in your bed and you know here people are cooking for you you know there's not much to do there's silence it might be a good place to be sick actually um, so if you want you could do this if you want to come in the hall and practice you can totally lay down find a spot where you you, you know there's plenty of space for that you could do that anyway I tried to say of course you feel like this you know you go on a retreat you registered a few months ago you, all like, and then you show up and the conditions are not right of course you're discouraged and confused you know and she said oh thank you for understanding and uh, she said, I said anyway you don't have to decide now you, you could you know you can just see what you want to do and just let me know you know if there's anything I can do and then this person decided to stay and at the end of the retreat um, uh, they came to see me and they said um, they were expressing uh, gratitude and they said and it was really felt, I could see when they came first, the affect was so different. Is that the right word, the affect? Like, the whole body language, there was, some, there was something really grounded, open. It seemed almost like a different person. They were very open, very touched, very, I could feel, you know, the heart was right there. In the eyes, I could see the, kind of the I don't know if it's a glow, but there was something, you know, they were open and... Uh, <coughs> relational, you know, before they were not so relational, <laughs> because there was so much going on, there was overwhelm, you know and uh, and so this person said um, I want to thank you because uh, it really did something very special for me to stay mm -hmm. here first, the, my background, you know, maybe from family and from um, the environment I grew in and work in you're actually not allowed to be weak. You can't be weak. Mm -hmm. And when you're sick, you actually take pills or do it, and you actually don't think about it and, and just get busy in some way or think about <coughs> something else until it goes, you know. And she said, it seemed like you invited me to actually bring... Uh, the expression uh, she used was... Uh, um, something like careful curiosity something like this but there was the word curiosity in it and something about attention and presence and she said I had never actually felt weakness I had never allowed myself to feel weakness without judgment or without you know to actually feel it and I was able to feel headache and stomach ache and uh yeah, ev everything she she named a bunch of other things around that, you know, and and it it was so heart opening. Like I fell in a kind of a pool of compassion, and I thought about the people I know who experience weakness, and the people I work with, and 
She said, at some point, I was not even able to complete some task that I wanted to do or something I wanted to do. I couldn't do it. And I, f I thought of, I could feel very close to everybody who experienced weakness, experienced the incapacity to do something that I think they should be able to do or usually are able to do. And, and you can see when I cannot relate it like she did. When she did it, when she did, there was a kind of a transmission. I was actually the benefiting from her insight, you know, and I could have access also to what she was saying. She was saying, it really, like, this is really going to change a lot of things in my life and in my work, the way I'm going to actually care for people and consider what they're going through. You know, I didn't have access to this before. I was, you know, pushing it out. And so I'm so grateful, basically, for this practice, for this opportunity. And uh, first, I, my sense was that the Dharma, that's how we call this practice, the Dharma was working really well <laughs> on, on her. You know, the format was good, although she was sick, you know, and uh, that she had been able to actually uh, enter and, you know, take the invitation to be present to what is exactly as it is, not with the idea that it should be otherwise or but to actually come close to... So in there, for me, there's the technique and the kind of why we do this. Why would we actually take now 20 or 25 minutes to actually pay attention, to be there? Partly because of this, to encounter life just as it is. Sometimes uh, it's unpleasant because we're sick or something happened earlier or this month or... And it's unpleasant to be there. And the invitation is there to actually, is it possible to allow what is there to be known as it is? And sometimes, unlike this, what I'm describing, I was describing, sometimes it's actually pleasant to be here. You know, maybe there's no headache or heartache or stomach ache. Maybe the body is all centered and light, you know. And is it possible to actually bring the same kind of careful, caring, maybe in this case it would be joyful or appreciative attention? Can that be met, that experience of lightness or ease or, or contentment? And as it might happen in this uh, sitting here or at any other time in life, if it happens to not be particularly unpleasant for some reason or not particularly pleasant for other reasons, if it's just kind of neutral, not much, um, a room with room temperature, nothing outstanding, not great cold or great heat, relative silence, you know, not much happening, relative ease in the body, would we be able to come close to that experience? Which I think might be more challenging <laughs> even than the difficult one. I'm not sure. I might change my mind on that <laughs> later. But still, kind of enter, we could say, the experience of being alive now, of being. Discover what it is to be right now. What is this experience of being when maybe a lot of the day we spent doing and taking care of things and now just discovering what it is 
like what it is to be? What is this experience of being? Like, for example, now, if we get a little bit attuned, or if we tune in, maybe we can become aware, conscious that we are we're being together. And there's something special about this, no? We can easily not notice it, but if we tune in, we discover that, oh, look at that. We're being together. We're together. We're, we're being together. I don't know if it works well in English, the way I say it. But there's something happening. There's a group of beings sitting together. And usually, when this kind of situation happens... There's a show that's going to go on at some point. <laughs> you know, somebody's going <laughs> to sing or dance. Or but now we're actually, what we're about to do is be together like this. But only life is going to be happening. Only. It's a euphemism. Or <laughs> it's a, I don't know if it's the right. Life is going to be happening. And we're invited to actually discover that experience of being, being sitting being hearing, being sensitive, being conscious, and just come back to the maybe the preciousness of that experience of being. When we're too busy during the day to notice this, we're using the beingness to access, gain, finish things. You know. But now this practice is very particular. We, we discover, we remember, we are touched again by the experience of being. We discover that. Shall we try? Okay. And let's not try. Let's do it. And let's not try to do it well. <laughs> you know, meaning that the mind naturally will, you know, get lost in this or that, or in dreams, or caught in stories. But at least a few times, once in a while, maybe we can become aware that, wow, there's this experience of being. And the eyes can be closed or open. discover that uh, first that there is a body sitting here and this being is uh, breathing This is how I want to put it today, is that the sitting, becoming aware of sitting, helps us become aware that we're being. 
through the attention to the breath, we also become aware that we're alive being, sensitive being. And hearing also reveals being. By becoming intimate, intimate with uh, hearing, letting that phenomena, that experience be known, or becoming intimate with breathing and becoming aware through the breath through the breathing that we're sensitive beings conscious beings sounds or breath are also revealing the dynamic nature of this life. Hearing constantly unfolding, breathing too, alive.
maybe other sensations too might be noticed at some point, tingling in the hands or touch of the hands. Revealing also a dynamic life. might also discover inner life, maybe attention is alive inside of you, or distraction is alive, or maybe joy or quietness is alive right now, and you can become conscious of that. Maybe irritation is alive in you, or obsession, or maybe a gentle curiosity is alive 
and you become aware of what's alive, what's happening, what is known, can be known. Could be also the experience of light through the eyelids that is alive, that you're conscious of. Or the breath, or sounds and silences. becoming awake to how life is manifesting right now. Is it manifesting through words being said? Or through hearing? tingling or ache or a sense of space something is happening and can be known directly simply maybe fully 
as if we had never heard before those f first meetings with sounds and silence and that whole universe of vibrations as if we had never breath breathed before as if this was totally new, completely new experience. As if we had never known the experience of sitting discovering these sensations for the first time. What is it like to be a sitting being? <coughs>
this delicate work of being awake, aware of what's happening, truly experiencing it, tasting. What is it like to be an achy being or a comfy being? Feeling that, tasting that. Again, notice if you're bored or lost in thoughts or present. No judgment. We just want to know what's actually <coughs> happening in this life here now. If you want for the last couple of minutes, I invite you to open your eyes. See if you can do this practice with eyes open. See if you're attached to keeping the eyes closed. And is it possible with eyes open to actually be embodied? Feel the breath, the breathing. and be aware of sounds and hearing. And be aware of this particular sensitivity of uh, the eyes. How the eyes are sensitive to light and shapes and colors. Become awake to that, aware of that. The universe of sounds, the universe of sight, the universe of touch, and even maybe the universe of uh, inner life. That's the mood in there. 
quiet. Joyful, annoyed. A certain amount of resistance to opening the eyes. No. So just aware of being. Such a strange thing, being. body moving, if it's moving. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.